Welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. Uh, I'm going to open with a word of prayer, and then I'll begin the service. Good, I petition the brothers and sisters who are looking for a sign that they open their hearts to your word. That in the last days there will be no sign given, but a sign of the last of times. I pray that you open their eyes, remove the rafters from our eyes and our hearts, and give us the strength and the ability to overcome these things that torment us or will torment us. Pray this in the name of Yeshua, Yeshua, Shalom, Amen, Amen, Shalom. All right. Looking for a sign. Then some Perushim and Tezukim came to trap Yeshua by asking him to show them a miraculous sign. But his response was, when in this evening you say, fair weather ahead, because the sky is red, and in the morning you say, storm today, because the sky is red and overcast. You know how to read appearance of the sky, but you can't read the sign of times, which was his presence among them. His presence among them, and they knew that, and they knew the, what the prophecy was about the coming of the Christ. And he had came, and they yet still disacknowledged him. So he goes to say, a wicked and adulterous generation is asking for a sign. It will certainly not be given a sign, because they were given the sign of times back then, and the sign of times will be with this generation today, the, the generation of the actual coming out of the system, meaning the going out, excuse me, of the system things. So we today should not look for a sign, but the only signs that were recorded in the scriptures. These are the signs that we must listen to, and these are the signs that we should our trust faith, and deliverance in. These signs of the Bible that were aforetime and even uh, down uh, through the prediction of the day, these are the only signs that will be given as you read the Bible and you learn of the coming things or the end of the system of things. That's the only sign you're going to get. You're not going to get any others. The Talmudim, crossing the other side of the lake, had forgotten to bring any bread. So when Yeshua said to them, Watch out, guard yourselves against Hamats of the Parashim and Tzuchim, they thought he said it, it, it because they hadn't brought bread. But Yeshua, aware of this, said, So little trust you have, why are you talking with each other about not having bread? Do you understand yet? Don't you remember the five loaves or the five thousands and how many baskets you fill? So again, he's going about on about their trust. You do something for someone showing that, uh, well, you gain their trust by doing something for them and proving. And then you got to go over and over and over again to prove uh, that they should put their trust in the Creator and in his son, Yeshua. And that they should put their faith in him because he has shown himself worthy. But the Purushim did not want to do so because their father was is Satan. 
they wanted to constantly tag along as if like just uh, you ain't got nothing else to do or uh, you're really up to something. No good. When Yeshua came into the territory around Caesarea Philippi, 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 he asked his Talmudim, who are people saying the Son of Man is? They said, will some say Yochanan the Immerser, who had been beheaded, and they believed that he had returned from the dead because he, had, he was baptizing or immersing people. He had the power of Ruach HaKadosh, or Holy Spirit. Well, some say Yochanan the Immerser, others Eliahu, or still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But you, he said to them, who do you say I am? Shimon Kephat answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Shimon by Yochanan, Yeshua said to him, how blessed you are for no human being revealed this to you. No, it was my father in heaven. I also tell you this, you are Kepha, which means rock, and on this rock I will build my community, or the community of the new kingdom. Those brothers and sisters who have proved themselves trustworthy in good action, faith, humbleness, and with gracious hospitality towards their fellow, fellow man. And uh, it goes to say, and the gates of show will you prohibit on earth will be prohibited in heaven. And whatever and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he wanted to tell Madame not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. So he's let these brothers, uh, the twelve apostles, know you are the starting foundation and the starting rock, besides him being the original starting the original cornerstone. They are his working tools to build the house of God up a spiritual household or a good household, a household of good actions, good trust, and good faith. From that time on, Yeshua began making it clear to his Talmudim that he had gone to Jerusalem and endured much suffering at the hand of the elders, the head Kohanim, and Torah teachers, and that he had to be put to death but that on that third day he would be raised to life. So the brother Peter goes on trying to build him up and, and make him feel better by telling him it's not going to happen. But yet what Peter did wrong was he denied the faith or the trust. He didn't hold trust and faith that that was going to happen because he didn't want to believe it. And then not only not wanting to believe it, he had to accept reality. There the prophecy says you have to die, and then on the third day, a raise. So let's not play a game with ourselves when we know something is highly truthful. Even though we may not want it to happen, but things things do happen. And the way that a prophecy, if it's said, good word becomes what he says, or good word, is like a tool. And he tells this, it goes out and does it. So we have to put our trust and our faith in that. Because his word is like a working tool, it helped to carve the, this place, the earth.
So we have to believe. It has to build the heavens. We have to believe, but most of all, trust. Put your trust in good. Put your trust in God. That is a great entity, and it is the only entity that is on your behalf. So when you have these people who say, well, God is not with you, or uh, your fears in your head are from God, and he doesn't like you, that is not true. God is love. Love loves those who seek to love. Good loves those who cherish or seek to do good. So if you are doing that, then you have the blessings of the Heavenly Father or the Creator or good. Then Yeshua told his Talmudim, if anyone wants to come after me, let him say no to himself. Take up his execution stake and keep following me. So you have to be willing to sacrifice your life in a time of need to either protect the ministries or keep the ministries going or either doing the good actions of good or his will or obeying his law. You must be willing to sacrifice your own life, not as a fool, but as a, a righteous person, giving for a great cause and not a lesser cause. For whoever wants to save his own life will destroy it. But whoever destroys his life for my sake will find it. So if you cherish and cling on to that little something you got now, and you don't look at the big picture or the the big, the, 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 the not, if you don't look at it the way it should be looked at, you have to not say, well, I just, I, I, I can't give my life because right now I'm lacking in trust, faith, belief. You have to put your life just like the soldiers today or the soldiers of the past put their life on the line for whatever they stood for. You have to be willing to do the same. Just as people today go about putting their lives on the line to establish new governments, new laws, and new rulers and new rulerships and new communities, you have to be willing to do the same. A sacrifice is a mug but or a mother, but it is a worthy cause that you put your that you sacrifice for. You never sacrifice for these occult things or cultist things or even these occultist governments like the Illuminati or the Masons. You sacrifice for good things, righteous Pure things. I'm not saying pure gold. I'm saying pure things. Things that need to originate, that come from good, that need to be brought into manifestation or reality within the palm's grasp of our hands. So remember, if it's a cause of the scriptures that you fight for, you're fighting for a righteous cause and you should be. Six days later, Yeshua took Kepha, Yochav, and his brother, Yochanan, and led them up a high mountain privately. As they watched, he began to change form. His face shone like the sun, and his clothing became as white as light. So here we see the glory come out of Yeshua. Then they looked and saw Moses and Elijah who speaking with him. Kepha said to Yeshua, It's good 
that we we're here. Lord, I'll put up three shelters if you want. One for you, one for Moshe, one for Eliel. So seeing these visions, they wanted to put something up to protect them more than likely from the heat or what they they obviously thought it would have been from the immense light coming from the Christ. The uh I you know, it could have been uh a desert area, a desert-like area, and that's what they were seeing, thought they were seeing, and it was coming down on them. But it goes to say, while he was still speaking, a bright cloud enveloped them. So a cloud comes down, a voice from the cloud says, This is my son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased, listen to him. When the Talmudim heard, but remember, God was in Yeshua while he was preaching. So the creator just brought the cloud down and he had made a manifestation in order to be able to speak to them. When the Talmudim heard this, they were so frightened that they fell face down on the ground. So hearing the word, the voice of God, they believed and, and, and humbled themselves because that's all just bowing is, is just humbling yourself. Worship is the the act of doing good actions, trusting in in Yeshua and God and the ministries, and doing righteous actions. But Yeshua came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. So they opened their eyes, looked up, and saw only Yeshua by himself. So now they no longer see these visions, and they're told to get up, and they more likely do so. And it's a lesson or a part of the signs given to them so that their trust and faith and belief and good action would be wholesome and original, meaning truesome. As they came down the mountain, Yeshua ordered them, don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. So they are told of these things not to speak until after his execution and resurrection from the dead or the reappearance of him, and they know this is the Christ and not a zombie or an illusion. As they came up to the crowd, a man approached Yeshua, kneeled down in front of him and said, Sir, have mercy on my son because he is epileptic and to your Talmudian, but they couldn't heal him. Yeshua answered perverted people without any trust, how long will I be with you? So this sign or this great sign or great wonder, because yes, Yeshua and God are both a great wonder, like the seven wonders of the world. How long will I be with you? How long must I put up with you? But it's not said how long must I put up with you in a disrespect. It's just tiresome because they don't put trust, hold trust and faith and belief. And it's wearing them out trying to get them to do so, four, four, and four. Bring him here to me. Yeshua rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy so that from that moment he was healed. So here, Yeshua giving a sign to that generation. And, uh, but 
the wicked and adulterous generation at that point in time were not meant that their eyes would be open or the wrath or the rafters removed from their eyes then. Only until this day because God has a plan or had a plan. Because you have such low trust, yes I tell you that if you have trust as tiny as a mustard seed, just a little bit, it's enough to get you by or to the kingdom of heaven or the new kingdom. You will be able to say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Indeed, nothing will be impossible for you. So by Yeshua saying here, and God through him, explaining how he does it, keeping trust and faith, and a little bit goes a whole universe or a whole unicorn. When I say that, I mean it'll take you from from life to through death and back to life by holding trust and belief in the Creator on the resurrection day. He'll remember you. It says, doesn't your rabbi pay the tax, the temple tax? Of course he does. Said Kepha, when he arrived home, Yeshua spoke first. Shimon, what your opinion? The kings of the earth, from whom do they collect duties and taxes? From their sons or from others? From others, he answered. Then Yeshua said, <sighs> The sons are exempt, but to avoid offending them, go to the lake, throw out a line, and take the first fish you catch, open his mouth, you will find a shekel. Take it and give it to them for me. So here, Yeshua is showing that the money is given by the Creator to those, whether you're good, wicked, or evil. It's to see what you would do, whether it will you do good or will you do bad. And this authority, everything you get in life is given to you by the Creator. But yet Satan is here, so Satan believes it's because he runs everything. He runs so because he runs the governments. He is, and he's actually trying to escape with the earth through his everlasting damnation or life. But yet it's not going to occur because that's just a, a wishy-wishy witch that. A wishy-wishy witch wish that will not come true. At that moment, the Talmudim came to Yeshua and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called to him, a child to him, stood him among them, and said, Yes, I tell you that unless you change and become like little children, you won't. So this is another thing. You won't even enter into the kingdom of heaven. People believe that the children will suffer because of uh, their parents. If their parents were right or wrong, the children will perish with them if they wrote what they were wrong. That is not the truth because we remember we have a loving creator, a loving heavenly father. And this scripture here shows that the children are innocent because he says it here. The children are the ones that will be the ones making it through the kingdom of God. So don't believe that a child who was killed or a baby killed will not be in the new kingdom because they will. According to the scripture, they're the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. 
So the greatest in kingdom of heaven is whoever makes himself as humble as a child, as his child. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me, and whoever ensnares one of these little ones who trusts me. It would be better for him to have a milestone hung around his neck and him and be drowned in the open sea. Woe to the world because snares, for there must be snares, but woe to the person who snatches successor. So a drowned in the sea would mean uh, a massive generation of people beating you and stomping you and stoning you and destroying you. You would rather you would uh Rather that than what the penalty is for what's going to happen for those who set snares and traps for those trying to learn the word of God. Those who use black arts, hoodoo, voodoos, which is poisoning people, they're food. Because remember, I only take food from a trustworthy source. Or uh, if you go to the store today or if you go to a restaurant, trustworthy, trustworthy. Remember that. Just don't... (coughs) Just don't go and eat at anybody's house. Because people do poison people today. Uh, So if your hand or foot becomes a snapper, you cut it off and throw it away. Meaning you put it to uh, a limp where it's no longer effective in what it's doing. Whatever it is that is causing you to snare away, you put it at uh, uh, unable. That's what you you make it unable to be able to do so as it's been doing. That is what is meant by the scripture to cut it off, throw it away, put it away for good, or disable it for good, where it can, can no longer interfere with your servitude or trustworthy good actions of God or the Creator. It says it's better to do so than to be thrown into the everlasting fire. So if you have a love for it, you still have to let it go. And that is what is meant by that, by being cast off back to where you were before you got here. What's your opinion? What will somebody do who has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders? Won't he leave the 99 on hillside and go off to find that stray? Well, good shepherd would. And if it ha- he happens to find it, yes, I tell you, he is happier over it than over the 99 that never strayed. So being able to help one little, one to, <coughs> being able to do one good for one person is greater than being able to do, well, it's, it's, it's better is if you could do one good and save one life. To be over 99 lives, but yet save one and bring them back to the 99, that is the thing that you look forward to in your ministries and your teachings and the good actions that you do and portray on a day-to-day basis. You have in you a spirit that must live, the spirit of God, a Ruach that's your Holy Spirit, a Holy Ghost, call it what you like, still the same. But we, if we make one small thing, like donating, if it's the last thing you have to the church, those people were considered great because they did 
even though it was a little thing, you threw a penny in. But if that's all you had, hey, more power to you. All right, so I am going to be leaving you, and this is uh, my closing of my show. So I'm going to say a prayer for you, and uh, and then I'm out of here. Good, I petition that you. Keep the minds of the brothers and sisters occupied on good actions and good works. <coughs> Excuse me. Keep the minds of the brothers and sisters occupied on good actions and good works. Have them give their heart over to the belief that Christ died for their sins. For them to have a chance or to live again after death, to live through death, to be great, not great, but great in the doing of righteousness and good things. I pray this, you open our hearts and direct our footsteps. Pray this in the name of Yeshua. Shalom, amen, amen, shalom.